Hello. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. You owe me a Coke. Uh, okay. And, I, don't, and I don't drink There, There's a silent hello here. Uh, hello. hello. Hello that was not named earlier. <gasps> hello from the other side. <laughs> hello from Canada. Yes, uh, except not from Canada, from Los Angeles by, by way of Canada. Yeah. Uh, Marco Savic is here. Saying hi to you from Joe's house. Also, did you know that Siri pronounces your name Savic? I did not know that. It was, it was oh, really I think that's technically correct, but not how I say it. <laughs> uh, it's very close to that uh, delicious seafood dish. Ceviche. Ah, yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was not talking to you, you Siri. Did that's you just awkward. trigger your hey ceviche? <laughs> hey ceviche, I love you. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> hey, Siri, stop. Ceviche okay. continues to be so helpful and useful in all ways. I feel like we're off to a great start for the theme this mm-hmm. podcast will likely take. Yes. We really are. I mean, okay, so first of all, uh, finally, featuring Marcos... Wait, how, how am I supposed to pronounce it? I say Savic, you can say Savic. Okay, Savic. That's what I said in, that's what I say in my head. So, uh, featuring Marcos Savic, we finally have you here. And you have no idea how long I've been waiting to ask this question. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I have my own company. It's called Funnel Cake. Uh, and we do process management software for sales and marketing funnels. Um, so if you have a company that uses Salesforce and you sell to other companies, you have this big amorphous blob of data sitting somewhere in a database. Mm-hmm. We analyze your historical performance trends and then send you emails telling you how you're not doing your job and uh, try to give your manager some insight into how to better coach you and essentially help you close more business. Ah, so you help people sell better. Yes, that's a much right. better answer. Yeah, just like what I always tell you, Micah, whenever you ask me this question, is that that was exactly how I always phrase it. <laughs> really? I feel like, so, okay, so this is what happens. I ask Joe, I ask Joe what Marco does. Joe tells me and I don't listen to him because no. I just don't, I just don't believe it. No, I had, I, I had to hear it straight from you. Uh, I mean, I was, as much as I would like to take credit for that. No, actually, I, <laughs> yeah, I, also, could, I also could use explanations from time to time. Uh, well, to be fair, we used to do one thing and then we learned a lot and now we do something slightly different. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I just, I knew it involved numbers and only very rarely involved actual delicious carnival food. Yeah, we do send actual delicious carnival food to our clients. So that is a perk of being a customer. Uh, Micah, I think you need to be a customer. Yeah, okay, let me see. What can I sell? Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to come up with something to sell so that I can become a customer and uh, get get some funnel cakes in the mail. And, and uh, I mean, kidneys are always an option. You've got at least two. <laughs> <laughs> uh so so i know that you used to at least uh subscribe to to hummus or something like that oh which i always found delightful yeah so there's this uh company in canada called shopify uh, you may have heard of them and yeah. when, when you join shopify the first thing you have to do for employee training is build uh your own shopify store so this uh guy in the town that i'm from uh nabil he joined Shopify, and for the store, he decided to build uh, a hummus store for his mom's hummus. Uh, she's a caterer. She makes this amazing, delicious hummus. And he launched this as the test to get his employee certification, and it took off. And so it's like two or three years later now, and uh, it's still going. 
That's uh, awesome. Yeah. So and th- now that makes sense. Yeah. There's also a uh, pop-up donut shop that uh, y- you may know me uh, from tweeting lots of pictures from them. You haven't tweeted from them for a while. Are they? I'm trying to eat better. <laughs> they also moved. Uh... They're uh, not walking distance from my house anymore. Yes. Yes. I mean, you don't want to have too many donuts or pizza or uh, caramel gelato. Um, <laughs> By any or funnel cake, uh, but uh, the, the the other thing, the thing that you're here for, you were on a business trip and you stopped by, and part of your excursion to the United States was you're like, hey, I need to buy some American products, and you you bought yourself a HomePod, and uh, and wait, Micah... is that a euphemism? <laughs> what American <laughs> products are you really buying? Uh, you may not know this about Canada, but we don't have a lot of stuff like HomePods <laughs> or Target. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, that is, see, okay, I know this is totally off topic, sort of, but if there's one thing that's keeping me from wanting to live in Canada, it's the fact that, like, Target is not this this important thing to you all. Oh, it, oh it makes no, no, so no, no. So Target is super important to us. They came, they opened up all these beautiful stores, they implemented SA properly, and they didn't understand <laughs> that three inches and three centimeters are different things. And then they closed because they couldn't manage their inventory. So it's like oh, heartbreakingly wow. sad. There's a sac- there's an amazing article about it if you care about like the nuance of operating a global supply chain. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be starting a new place called uh, Get Fried Twinkies, um, <laughs> where I'm going to help people sell better. Oh, so yeah, I should read that article. Is this a food business? Just a, I couldn't tell from the name. Um, it could be a gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Indeed, it could. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Target's gone. That yeah, that that yeah. Breaks, so Target's uh, gone. That breaks my heart. But, yeah, we do have other things like healthcare, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a pretty good prime minister. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's good. He, he's uh, so actually yeah, he... been following me around. He was in San Francisco meeting with Salesforce, uh, who's putting two billion dollars into Canada. Uh, he's here in LA now, trying to recruit Joe to move up north. No, he's, he he went on. He went to Runyon Canyon with uh with our the LA mayor Eric Garcetti um for a photo op. But it was, jokes on them. It was overcast yesterday, so it's a terrible photo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, there are no terrible photos of Justin Trudeau. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that's a false uh, false statement there. So you have a HomePod now. I do. And does Joe have a HomePod? <laughs> Uh, by proxy it, it, it is here in the room with us uh and uh i heard it play one canadian song um which was oh wait what's a canadian song other than justin bieber uh so i don't know if you had this experience when you set up your home pod but uh the first thing it does is plays a song from your library so mine played a song by broken social scene called casey accidental uh and they're a canadian band uh fairly well regarded at home Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah Casey, Casey accidental. accidental. They didn't. They didn't mean to. <laughs> so that's that's the only song that you've uh, heard on it so far, Joe. E- yes, because we basically only had time to set it up. And I didn't know the HomePod could play Police Sirens. <laughs> no, see, uh, another thing uh, for listeners. I'm just gonna break the fourth wall here. Uh, we are using a Blue Yeti, and uh, it is set up to record a lot of audio uh, because there's two people in the same room, and so using two separate mics is not it's not very good for that uh, in this particular acoustic environment. However, uh, I am also on a busy street where there are sirens, and sometimes you can hear them, uh, which is a it's a delightful feature. Uh, I think and- it adds a nice uh, environment to the 
to the, a nice ambiance to the the podcast. It's all part of the soundscape. Uh, what you really want is for the HomePod to be able to take advantage of that and and like project sound beams that can cancel out uh, the Doppler <laughs> effect of a siren going by on the street. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. That's the next step. Uh, so, okay, let me just ask you then. Um, I assume you you got it at the store. Uh, were there a lot of people there wanting to get, waiting to get one? Uh, or did you, did you like order for pickup? How, how did that all work? Cause mine was completely different in that someone walked to my door and said, here you go. Uh, yeah. So I picked it up at the Apple store in union square in San Francisco. Uh, I was dashing between meetings. So I just ran in, said, I'm here for a home pod. I've got to catch a flight. Uh, they showed up with a special little carry bag. Uh, so when you pick it up at the store, they made a special sized and structured bag to hold it because it's really heavy. Uh, but it wasn't really busy. I was there around like 930 in the morning. Uh, no lines. It's all part of their global strategy to uh, be more environmentally conscious uh, about <laughs> products and uh, waste is to make special bags just for one product. Uh, but uh, but Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, so it is. It's it's surprisingly heavy for how how small it is. Um, in fact, whenever I, I had two packages arrive on the day, um, and usually I have it set up to where the delivery driver can just leave the package, uh, like I do a signature authorization dealy for every package. Um, but I like my delivery driver, even whenever that's like written on the thing or, or put into the system. Anytime there's a package from Apple, he still will, you know, knock on the door and wait for me to come answer it. Um, and whenever he handed over that, it was uh, that and some stuff from Amazon. And I thought that it was the stuff from Amazon that's heavy, but I, you know, put that box to the side and I was like, oh my gosh, no, that's this HomePod. Um, so I was pleasantly surprised. It, it came in, you know, it's typical cardboard box, but... Um, inside was this sort of cardboard suspension system, sort of like what the uh, iPhone ships in, or if you get an Apple watch through the mail, uh, where it doesn't touch the edges of the box in which it's held so that it doesn't get too rustled. Um, and it had this like white fabric type material, fibrous material on the inside of the box so that it like slid out easily. And the cardboard was actually like built so that you could press on the left and right sides almost as if they were tabs and it sort of pushed the home pod box up so that <laughs> you could grasp at it a little bit easier um and then of course you can just open the home pod box itself uh as you typically do yeah as someone who had to carry the box uh through the city of san francisco two airports and another office building the box is too big for the size <laughs> and it's way too damn heavy <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, I think when I, I, I didn't see it in the box, uh, uh, Marco pulled it out of a backpack, uh, which was very exciting. What? Uh, just by itself? <laughs> yes, just by <laughs> itself. Uh, and he uh, he put it down on the floor and he's like, where should we put this? And I was like, let's put it like two feet up off the floor. And so I put it on top of the media <laughs> center. But uh, in picking that up, I was like, you know, it's not, th it's, it's like heavy, but it's not that heavy. I think it mostly just it throws me off because it has like the look of uh, a loofah sponge. So you think it's going to be like airier, <laughs> but uh, it is, it is, it is not it's dense. Yeah. Please, please yeah. don't take it in the shower. No. <laughs> oh my Lord. Yeah. Well, that's fair, Joe. Yeah. I mean, once, once I got 
you know, hold of it and and opened it up. And now that I've moved it around to different rooms and, and, and put it in different places, it isn't like that anymore. It was just sort of the initial because, again, like you get packages from Apple and typically they're as light as they possibly can be and as uh, feathery as they possibly can be. And so holding this, it was like, oh, my, this is uh, something totally different. And I do think that people um, – I, I had posted some photos of my HomePod with uh, my iPhone 10 sitting in front of it. Um, and several people sort of thanked me for, for posting those because they didn't realize how small it was. So despite the fact that, you know, it, Apple has mentioned several times it's seven inches tall, I think p- – I think people don't know quite how tall seven inches is um, until they see like it in comparison. I feel like that's a more true statement than any you have ever said. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so can, can so, you describe more about things that are seven inches? Just, some just carrots, for comparison? Some carrots are seven inches. Uh-huh. Um, aubergines typically tend to be longer than seven inches. <laughs> oh, yes, aubergines. Uh I still own aubergine.cool, by the way. I need to figure out what to do with that. <laughs> you do? I didn't know you owned that. See, well, well there was this social network called peach.cool, <laughs> and uh, somebody was very excited about it. And then I was also like, yeah, sure, I'll buy in. And uh, there was an incredibly bad podcast that was mostly text. Yep. Uh, and uh, that that experience um, resulted in, uh, for whatever reason, me, me uh, deciding that I needed to, to get in on the ground floor of eggplant.cool and aubergine.cool because you want to be international you don't want to just have okay. the americanized you sh- version you should be setting those to forward to unhelpful suggestions until you come up with some new idea because you better believe that i am going to use eggplant.cool to tell people how to find this podcast until until you could find something else for it that yes. is incredible mm-hmm. yeah we're we're definitely uh both of us were bigger than a home pod that's for sure so <laughs> um so anyway <laughs> uh th- that's that's that uh it yeah th- i think the the sort of initial thing was the initial shock or i don't know surprise or interest that people had was wow this is a lot smaller than i expected and uh a lot of people including me have remarked on the cord because it is it's different it's it's got the a nice like netting uh uh i guess material over the the top of it and um i i guess it's just so that it you know sort of matches with the the look and feel of the home pod but i also think too uh you're going to be probably threading this thing through whatever media center entertainment stand you have and so a cord that's sort of more durable and and built for that i think is a good idea and also maybe one that um, looks nice so that if you do have a cord showing, even though practically none of Apple's uh, images show the cord, if any do, uh, it's it's nice to to have that fabric cord. What do you think of the the cord and I guess like the overall feel and design of the, of the thing uh, whenever you opened it? Uh, for the cord, like it's fine. It's a cord. It plugs in. Uh, I don't know. I, I think like once you plug it in and you leave it, you're never going to see that again. I only briefly have glimpsed this cord uh and it it is uh my my initial thought uh is is just that's going to sit back there behind your entertainment center and collect all of the dust in the world uh (laughs) and i don't know if apple has any uh uh, knowledge base articles on the recommended way to clean dust out of the netted fabric that they are using for this but uh 
that that is that is something that had occurred to me when I when I saw it because uh, I mean cord cords with fabric on the outside is not a new phenomenon but right, uh, it is right. something we certainly don't see very often these days uh, I think my bigger concern with the cord would be the fixed length of this non removable cord uh, I think I would prefer some more flexibility in uh, the corded solution for getting power to your device. Uh, just because, you know, like, uh, let's say you have an entertainment center and you want to be able to put the home pod further away from the surge protector than, uh, your other devices or something like that. Or you want to put it, uh, outside in your backyard cause you're having a party and you want to be able to, uh, take it out there. And it's like, well, your cord solution for that is going to be dragging a surge protector or an extension cord through your whole place. And then that's going to have some sort of ham fisted weird connection to the other thing. Or you're in a situation where you're right by the electrical outlet and you're going to wind up with a big coil of uh, beautiful fabric um, that is going to be uh, next to your your outlet because you can't use a shorter cord because that's not an option for you either. So I'm curious... um, what the thinking was behind the non-removable uh, fixed length cord, uh, because I, I would want more flexibility, I would think, uh, for, for something like that, where you could put it in a variety of places around the home and it's going to stay connected. Uh, before we get tweets, before we get tweets, um, it, we I know, uh, just found out this morning that the cord is, quote, removable, unquote. Um, it, it, it actually has, it, it's a port, um, and if you pull very hard, which I would not recommend, you can remove the cord and it shows on the inside that there are two prongs and then the, the cord itself on the outside, uh, can be plugged back in with a satisfying snap. Uh, but again, it's, mm. it's not, it's I, not removed. I just am trying to prevent <laughs> tweets, Joe. I'm trying to prevent okay. tweets. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to say. You know, that's probably an issue of semantics. I would say that this is not a cord you want to, you want to be dealing this with. This is not a cord you want to remove. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that's uh, my my assumption is that's mainly for servicing damaged cords. Uh, exactly, which yeah. is what people are going to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I, I look at another thing about fabric uh, and cords and electrical cables is I know that cats um, are drawn uh, to electrical cables. So uh, good luck, cat owners of America uh, and Australia and Great Britain and not Canada. Not um, Canada. <laughs> We we don't have cats in Canada. <laughs> That's another reason for me to go there. Uh, Darn it! <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's interesting about uh, the whole design of the unit. Seeing it like a V one, so you mentioned like wanting to take it outside. You can almost see a version where like the cord has like an induction base for power mm. that you can in a future version set it on. It'll charge, and then you can like take it with you outside. That would be pretty sweet. Be like an Amazon tap that you could actually use. Yeah. I feel like, especially with like its senses when you move it, like if you can take it, like when you go out to the patio or travel around the house with you instead of your phone, Mm -hmm. probably don't do that. It's, yeah, it's it's, uh, a little heavy. And (laughs) I have, uh, I've done that. I mean, I've been taking it into different rooms just to hear how it sounds like in the living and trying it with the the television and stuff like that. And um, that is the one thing, like, I've wished that it was more portable. Um, and so I, I definitely think that's something that we'll see in the future. Uh, cause yeah, right now it's like, all right, unplug it and we'll take this sort of cumbersome thing in the sense that there's this long cord that dangles from it and 
uh, plug it into a different room and wait for it to power up and all that jazz. So I'd love to see a future version that lets you take it uh, with you, especially like you said, outside is, is I think a place that people would want to use it. Um, I, so I guess let's, let's talk about um, sound and uh, like, I want to preface this by saying that I am absolutely ignorant when it comes to sort of terminology and stuff. I had some people tweeting at me and someone had asked me like, is the bass punchy or thwarbled or uh, I don't know, all these weird terms. That I, understand. <laughs> I was like, uh, you're going to have to ask. And then I pointed them off to my colleague who knows more about it. Um, mm-hmm. My favorite sort of bird is your... the bassy thwarbler. <laughs> the bassy thwarbler. Uh, your initial impressions of it and... Uh, well, I don't know. Have you had any chance to listen to any other songs or was it literally just the starting song? Yeah, I think that's both both of us. That's all we've listened to so far. Uh, Barco has had this longer, but he's been traveling. So he... Uh, you know, I wanted to set it up at the airport, yeah. but I was nervous enough about getting it through the x-ray scanner uh, that I thought they would frown upon it if I tried using it while waiting for my flight. Yeah. That would be hilarious, though. Uh, I could see that ending up like in an Apple commercial sometime <laughs> in the future. Oh, Lord, that's funny. Well, I, I have um, had a chance to listen to different music. I've listened to some podcasts and some audiobooks on it. Um, initially, I was incredibly impressed by how much sound it was capable of outputting. Um, it was loud but not loud in the sense that like it's blaring and it's blasting your ears away it it like i don't know i guess it it fills the room in a in a better i, I don't know how to describe it other than to say like there's loud where you just turn up the volume to 100 percent and you're like in the car and it's just uncomfortable and then there's loud where it's like okay i can hear this better and that is one thing that i think the home pod has nailed um, in terms of, of loudness, not just being this, this sort of force, but also being, um, better, better for you to hear or, or, or kind of understand what's going on. Um, but I've noticed that over time, I guess, as I've gotten used to, and, and the, the initial surprise factor has worn off that I'm, I not like, I'm not blown away in the sense that this is some like it doesn't feel so incredible that you know nothing could ever compare or anything like that it's it's a good speaker that um i re i think sounds very good and there are some songs that it's like a true gym at at playing um but i also have like a good pair of headphones and uh can listen to music through that and and hear sort of the nuance and things like that so I guess what I'm saying is this isn't some sort of the, 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 what is it? The flakes, the, the outer layer hasn't fallen off of my eyes. I can't think of what the term is. But, <laughs> the scales. You know, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Goodness. Okay. The scales haven't fallen off of my eardrums <laughs> or anything flakes. like that. <laughs> uh, hey, that's another, another name for it. Uh, so it, it's, it's, it sounds very good, but it's not as if every time I play it, you know, the, the room turns golden, uh, golden light and like fairies come out and dance around my head. And I am in a sense of euphoria or something like that, which I, I feel like some people's reaction has been that. And oh. it's, it's interesting. Well, you get like the, uh, the new headphone smell 
Like every time you get a new pair of headphones, they all sound a little bit different. So you hear a new part of the song you haven't heard before. And so you're like, oh, I've never heard this. This is genius. And then it becomes a standard. And then you just don't notice it until you hear it a different way. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I would uh, going back to just something you had said earlier, in because I've like I said very limited experience with this this device. Uh, but the uh, uh, one thing I noticed is that I have uh, an Echo Dot plugged into a two point one uh, stereo system. It's just a pair of computer desk speakers and a uh, subwoofer um, that I got many years ago, and I always thought it was completely adequate for what it was doing, but. We played the same song, uh, the same Canadian song, <laughs> on, on my uh, Echo Dot through those speakers as we played on the uh, the HomePod. And I would say that it sounded better on the HomePod um, because it actually uh, filled uh, the room. It was not a stereo effect, uh, but it did sound uh, like it wasn't as concentrated. When I was turning up the volume on the uh, Echo Dot through the speakers, like you're just hearing like this really concentrated uh, uh, loudness that's coming specifically from the location of the speakers. Um, so I thought that was an interesting contrast uh, because I had just assumed that it would be not that big of a deal. Um, but uh, because, you know, those desk speakers have always been fine, in my opinion, but it definitely sounded weaker in comparison to uh, what was produced from the HomePod. And in terms of volume of space that the thing takes up, um, it's a complete solution. Whereas, again, the Echo Dot, two speakers and a subwoofer is uh, a CBS sitcom. Like, it's not it's not tiny and marketable. Uh, the, <laughs> the, uh, uh, the other sound system that I have is a 5.1 surround sound system that's uh from from a dvd player uh that i have uh so that lets you know how old everyone here is uh but the 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 dvd player uh 5.1 sound system um it has the interesting effect of having surround sound when it's provided and it can feel like it is coming from behind your ears etc from behind you uh and you definitely don't get that experience from a home pod uh, but you uh, still get the same sort of fullness as having a bunch of speakers located all throughout this room. Um, at least, you know, when I was listening to that last night, uh, my uh, 5.1 system last night, uh, that that was that's an observation that I bring uh, this morning. It's just like, oh, yeah, it's definitely not the same sort of thing because you're not getting that immersive quality, but you are getting that, I'm, I don't know, I'm not an audiophile either, so I don't know how to describe this. Uh, it, it, it's it's not giving you the stereo surround sound effect, but it is giving you a sound that is surrounding you because it is loud and uh, you're in it and it is not concentrated. You can't tell where it's coming from. Yeah. Um, and it's not, uh, which is both good and bad in that, uh, like with the smaller speakers, you, you aren't having just this concentrated loudness right in front of you. And uh, it's a negative in that you don't have like, sounds split up coming from behind you um so right, right. yeah it's 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 definitely like a different kind of experience from i would say either of those systems it's extremes yeah it's not it's not as if um the the sound that's you know filling the room is different to your left ear from your right ear 
uh, like it would be with a surround sound system. It's filling the room, but it's filling the room with the same sound across the whole soundscape, I guess, as opposed to sort of breaking it up. Um, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. I think, um, again, like for as small as it is, I had it placed in my um, living room, dining room, kitchen shaped area the like it's all open open plan or whatever and i put it sort of in the the middle of the room um the the there's a bar that runs between the dining room and the kitchen and i put it against the the left side of the bar and so there's a wall right there so that it could bounce the the base and stuff off of that and if you can imagine that is sort of the center of this uh l-shaped space um, it sort of fits right into that nook uh, of the L, that corner on the inside of the L. Um, and I put it there and was listening to music from that space and sort of walked around in my living room, in the dining room, in the kitchen, and listened to it from all the different places. And I was impressed with, you know, what it was capable of doing. Um, and I have a Bose SoundLink 2, 3, something like that. Um, it's a pretty big speaker uh I, i'm trying to think of a comparison in terms of size it's like uh, i don't know do you uh, have it, the like, uh, airplay one or the bluetooth one the bluetooth one it's like two-thirds the size of a of a 15 inch macbook pro um it, it's sort of long and shaped like a gigantic chocolate bar uh anywho <laughs> I, I i listen to those right next to each other and you know with the HomePod, the tweeters are based all the way around the HomePod, and the woofer sits on top. With this uh, Bose SoundLink, um, the, the, the sound is more directed forward, obviously, and uh, with bass coming out of the back. Um, and so, of course, there was a different experience there. If I was standing behind the Bose speaker, then I couldn't hear it as well, and it didn't sound as clear. Um, so I do think that in terms of sort of room-filling audio... Apple's done a very good job of figuring that out. And I'm interested to see, too, sort of as this product, as the software and firmware develops, um, what else we might see come with, uh, with you know, the next iteration of the software that's built into it. Uh, you had also mentioned uh, that you had you'd already tested this with your Apple TV. Um, how was that experience? Because I know that when we're talking about music, sometimes that stereo separation is not something we necessarily are uh you know looking f for as much as we might mm -hmm. be in a cinematic experience where we would like to have more of that surround sound stuff going on and i had poo pooed um previously uh using the the home pod in that context uh so especially as a singular speaker as opposed to two of them right right so i'm curious what your thoughts are since uh you've you've actually had the the chance to do that and uh neither of us have um, so I was watching, uh, Grey's Anatomy, um, and I, I, put, yeah, put Joe is making home. a face. <laughs> Listen, I, <laughs> look, I, you, I've never watched that show. And then about a month ago, I was like, I have nothing to binge watch. And there are all these seasons of Grey's Anatomy. And I started watching That's it. That's a reason. It the, is a reason. The first it's two very... seasons are really good. <laughs> It's a very no. It's a very good show. Okay. In fact, they just ha I'm, no. I'm, I'm going to touch on this now. They just <laughs> had an episode where um, a young man uh, he was trying to get into his own home. He was climbing through the bedroom window to get into his own home. A uh, young man of color, and he was shot in the neck by police officers. Uh, he comes to the hospital, 
and the police like have him uh, handcuffed and everything like that. And everybody there is trying to help him. The, the police are being you know, terrible and calling him a suspect and all this other stuff. His family comes and says, no, that was our house. That was his bedroom. Um, and he ends up dying, if I remember correctly. But uh, sh- cut to a scene where one of the doctors at the hospital is talking to her son. She's a woman of color. Her son is obviously a young man of color um, and is telling him how he, as a man of color, has to behave around police in comparison to uh, his friends who may not be people of color. Uh, they, like as the as these seasons have developed, the it's gotten a lot more poignant and uh, very good. Anyway, so I was watching Grey's Anatomy, and um, I'm I sorry. Playing... Now I feel like a jerk. <laughs> no, you don't have to feel like a jerk. I'm just saying, like you should give it a chance, maybe, okay. or maybe don't. It doesn't matter. Um, so I was playing it through the HomePod, and honestly, it didn't do much for me. Um. I think what I, like I need to try it. I think I I don't really like watching movies very much. Uh, don't tell anybody, but I don't really like watching movies. But um, I think I need to try it with a movie because there's more you know sound separation and all that fancy stuff that goes on in a film that I think doesn't come so much from just everyday uh, shows, especially if you're like streaming them over Hulu or Netflix or something like that. Um, so I want to give that a go and haven't yet. But overall, it was like. For the trouble that it involved of of trying to you know switch the audio over and then um, it when it when I paused it sometimes it would take a second to it would start the audio and then start the video so that they were synced up um, but usually you could just hit play and pause and it starts automatically and ends automatically so there was just some sort of hinky uh, stuff that I didn't care for and it didn't sound so much better that it was worth it to me. Um, or, or wasn't anything special, I guess would be the best way to put it. It's not as if I would buy, I don't like now after having tested it. And again, I'm going to try it with a movie, but now having tested it, I don't foresee myself using that as an excuse to get another home pod. Um, it's, you know, it wasn't so special, so good that I want to get two home pods and pair them together and use that as a sort of uh, surround sound, so to speak system in the living room. Um, I still may get to eventually in the future, not right now, uh, but get another one so that I have one sort of in the front of the house and in the back of the house, in the living room where everybody can use it, and then one in my office where I can do all of my Siri commanding type stuff. I'm not talking to you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I just wasn't impressed, and um, I've been watching the wire cutter for soundbar recommendations with subwoofers, and I'll probably end up just getting one of those instead because this was sort of going to be like, all right, I'm going to use this. Uh, this is going to be the you know soundbar deal. But I'm almost happy, Joe, that I, it didn't uh, impress me because now I have every reason to keep it in my office instead of in the living room in front of the larger television. Uh, I'm hoping that's going to change with AirPlay 2 because AirPlay is flaky as all hell. And mm-hmm. I'm wondering if when they fix that, like having two of them, is it going to work well if they get the latency down? Uh, yeah. So similar to you, Micah, I'm replacing uh, a Bose SoundLink Air w- mm. with my HomePod, uh, and that's my primary reason to buy it, uh, because the SoundLink Air is the flakiest thing that I've ever used in my life. Uh, like, sometimes it doesn't show up in the Air playlist, uh, sometimes it just stops working, uh, sometimes the music stops playing and you can't turn it back to your iPhone. Like it's just Oh my gosh. Like, it's just, like, ridiculously... 
flaky. I'm I'm not as familiar with the Bose line of products. Uh, is the SoundLink Air an AirPlay enabled speaker, or is that Bluetooth? It's AirPlay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, this one, um, it's I think probably the same size as the Bluetooth one Micah has. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has two big speakers and bass. It's very angled sound. It sounds pretty decent based on um, its price point. It's like three hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's that yeah, thing. I, I'm, yeah, I'm looking at it now. <laughs> that picture has been sent to me. <laughs> uh, okay, I I didn't even know. I guess that uh, Bose had. Um, I didn't know that Bose had uh, AirPlay speakers. Um, that's interesting. It looks like it's just the other speaker. They just were like, this one is AirPlay enabled. Ta-da! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so when when I was talking about getting the. Uh, HomePod, uh, Joe and I were going back and forth of, like, what's... Oh, it looks very different. Yeah. That's the one that I have, yeah. Yeah, the one that Marco has looks much more like uh, my uncle had uh, an iPod uh, Bose... Whatever the Bose one was that had an iPod dock, like, right in the front of it, it looked basically the same, except there was just, like, a a dock connector that you would stand your iPod video in upright. Um, That's basically the one that looks like Marco's. Uh, But, yes, I've also seen this one that you have, Micah. It's very, very svelte. Yeah. So yeah. we were we were talking about why would you buy a HomePod, and Joe has all of his uh, stuff with the Amazon lady, and uh, <laughs> I, I I don't have any of those. I find the privacy side of it to be really sketchy. <clears throat> uh, I'm even a little uncomfortable with the HomePod. <laughs> and interesting well for, you can tell it to stop listening to you and you can just trust that it has <laughs> that, that, that's the hard part joe <laughs> i have trust issues uh-huh uh but i wanted to replace the speaker uh because i use the bose one to listen to podcasts play music when i have people over uh so so that's my main use case but i think um i don't know using the voice control is going to suck because uh mm-hmm. siri is dumb as dirt yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I I have to say, uh, uh, we I know Micah, you and I have talked about this a lot prior to the release of this product, but uh, Siri sometimes gets things wrong uh, when it misunderstands you, uh, and uh, that has also been uh, Marco's experience. He was relaying to me uh, from requests that he was making of it to play certain songs. Uh, <laughs> what was the one that you had uh, asked it to do the other day? Uh, so with my friends in LA that I'm staying with, I uh, tried setting up the HomePod for them. And uh, they wanted to hear Jolene by Dolly Parton. And so I said, hey, Siri, play Jolene. And what we got was a punk rock song that may or may not start playing now. Uh, I see a series of lights. Rock music? music? (laughs) Hey, Siri, stop. Hey, Siri, stop. This is... No. That's not rock music or (laughs) Dolly Parton. That is pop. And it I'm is gonna, the, I want to try it and see what happens no whenever I say it to see if uh, the personal music requests uh, play a role in it. Although I've never played that, uh, so Shane may have. Go ahead. I, I don't think they do because I keep running to this issue where I ask to play the latest album by Lord, and when that happens, it will play an album by Lord Synctus, which is not Lord. Uh, and that it, doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, and the transcription is right. And like I've been sending Joe all these screenshots, I asked to play the soundtrack to Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back, and it said, "Here's the Imperial March." It's like that's <laughs> close, but that's not an album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I tried asking uh, to play Thriller, and wow. it, it played a 
cover version of Thriller. Oh, come on. And, and That's so, awful. So, like, if Siri is supposed to be tailored to music, like, how? Like, why doesn't it take my last play into account? Why doesn't it take, like, I've listened to that Lord album, like, three days a week for the past year. Why does that not factor into the equation? Yeah, it seems like context still to this day. Hey Siri, play no... Jolene. Okay, let's use only a single version by Dolly Parton. Uh, how oh, did, you've got how, it. How did that work? Is it is it your accent, Marco? Does it know you're Canadian and so it won't obey you? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, it's like you're Canadian. You can't be using me right now. Hey, Siri, stop. So here's one thing. One thing that I do want to note, or two it's, things it's actually. It's not very so, fast at stopping. I've noticed. Um, I have been using Siri wrong for a long time. Uh, uh, I am uh, is, this, is this like on... a Steve Jobs holding it wrong kind of wrong? Oh God, no, this... no, 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 okay. no, no, no. I'm not going to say that Siri is is actually fantastic, and I've just everyone doesn't know how to use it. No, I'm saying like within like it, Siri is bad, um, and within. The, you know, it, it has a bunch of problems that frustrate me and I don't much care for Siri. And that's the, the second point that I'm going to touch on, which is me being a bit of a control freak and also untrusting. Um, but the first point here is that this, the HomePod has sort of opened me up to the realization that um, I had, I think, been using the voice controls wrong. I'm used to saying uh, a keyword and then waiting for the thing to say, oh, I'm listening to you now, either through a noise or through like lighting up and then saying what I want to say. But I have been putting this thing to task in saying, hey, Bobo, and then, or uh, hey, hey, Spears, and then immediately saying what I want to say, be it, you know, turn on or off the lights or, or play a song. And a song can be playing and I can still say that right afterward. And I have not had any issues, again, outside of it actually playing the music that I wanted to listen to. Other than that, like in terms of it actually hearing me and parsing what I'm saying, I've been very impressed is, is uh, what it boils down to. And so I've been doing that now with my phone as opposed to saying, hey, Spears, and then waiting for the thing to light up and go, bum, bum, and then asking my question or saying my command, I'm immediately doing it. And I actually quite like that because it's almost sort of like a whenever people say, uh, at the beginning of something. So it's not as if there's this back and forth interaction. It can just be one interaction right quick that you can spit out, which I am enjoying. But I want to touch on um, the... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, I've had inconsistent results with that um, because uh, with with the Amazon product, uh, I'm very used to just saying everything all at once and then it just goes and does it. Um, however, sometimes with Siri, particularly with CarPlay, I- I've experienced this. So it might just be CarPlay specific or more heavily weighted in its, the scenario of CarPlay. But uh, it-, it seems to have a cadence that it's expecting uh, where if it's not prepared, it might not actually be recording anything. Uh, and I've had it just completely miss the first part of whatever I've said. Uh, But it doesn't always happen. So it just makes me trepidatious that I'm going to be in a scenario where it's going to clip off the the beginning of what I've said. Uh, I just don't have any assurance ahead of time that it's listening unless I wait for the the, the little light up thingy, Uh, which I, again, is not in all situations and does not always happen. But it is just uh, sort of a weird thing that happens sometimes. Yeah, I've noticed that too with um, 
especially with CarPlay. Uh, in fact, like I have to, I don't have actual CarPlay in my car. I just have uh, Bluetooth, and so triggering Siri and waiting for it to respond, it takes forever because it like goes through the Bluetooth, and it, it's it's not good. Um, but the the other thing that I was going to touch on, um, I, the other day I had posted a photo of myself uh, playing Spotify uh, through the HomePod, and uh, Joe had remarked that. Uh, you know, that's a very convenient voice interface. And that's it's a very <laughs> good point. Like, you can't control Spotify with your voice. Um, but I actually, one of the things that I've noticed about myself in um, smart home stuff, first of all, uh, because that's where most of my sort of commanding of the home happens, I am a bit of a control freak and I also like, I want things to be precise and exact. And so like, if I want the lights to be a light red tomato color and set to 40%, I can't always say those things to ALEXA or uh, Siri and get that response. And so for me, I like to just be able to pop up on my phone, make those adjust- adjustments in the home app and then move on about my day. Same thing goes for DJing. Um, I'm not big on doing the, hey, Bobo, and then going through, uh, okay, I want to listen to this song, and I want to listen to that song, yada, yada, yada. I like to build playlists. And so, like, right now, actually, I have a playlist queued up in Apple Music, a a queue um, of some songs that I've wanted to listen to on HomePod to see how they sound. And so I prefer actually using AirPlay to play to the HomePod and being able to have that control as opposed to just using my voice. So it's not a step back for me in terms of not being able to control Spotify, but I, that's definitely not an every person thing. I think many people who get these smart speakers want to be able to just use their voice for them. Yeah. The uh, home kit stuff is interesting. So um, my friends I'm staying with in LA have smart power outlets everywhere in their whole house and home kit right now is tied to one Apple ID. Uh, so one friend is able to turn the lights on and off and his partner is not able to turn the lights on and off. And uh, what we wanted to try uh, was if we set up the HomePod with their Apple ID, uh, will you be able to control all, all of the lights? And uh, it actually worked really, really well. You could pick all of the different rooms that were set up and uh, change the colors and it was really cool. It that might- is cool. It might be like a relationship-saving feature because I wanna Apple. Send, I want to send them some of my articles because I. You can definitely uh, set it up for other people to have control. My partner is not even in my in our home right now because he's working and living in St. Louis right now, and he's able, if he wanted to, to troll me by turning off the lights in my house. Um, and he has obviously a different Apple ID, so th- that's definitely a possibility. Uh, you just have to know how to set up those those settings in in the home app. Um, but I love that, yeah, the HomePod can serve as that uh, sort of every person control of the smart home and give everybody sort of uh, an ability to to access that if you want to. And you can turn off personal requests if you don't want people being able to read your messages and things like that. I think that's I, I honestly think that's a feature that Apple should have held back until they had uh, better handling on um, what is the term voice uh, recognition. So that if I ask for my messages, then it'll play them. But if uh, somebody were to come into the house and say, yes, read Micah's latest scandalous text message, and then it would read back 
I don't know, insert scandalous message here. Um, that's not great. And yeah. so I wish, sort of wish they would have held that back. Well, I also, I mean, it, it's not just a nefarious thing. It, it can also lead to like accidental uh, errors. Um, if you are speaking to this thing or a child is speaking to this thing and they access the message and it's marked as red and it might be completely innocuous, but then you miss whatever that message was because somebody has already. This is why you don't use red it. receipts. Well, no, no, no. I don't mean read receipts, but I mean, it won't show as an unread thing. In oh, message. oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So you won't notice that you missed a message because it's been read already. But uh, then you also have scenarios like somebody adds something to a calendar, but they don't realize that it's your calendar that it's going to wind up on. So it, it's like, it's not necessarily just privacy. It's just, uh, it can also be really awkward. Um, I don't think any of the other uh, smart home uh, devices have that completely sorted out. Uh, no. Yeah. As, as a person it's okay, who is, but it's not great. Yeah. I'm single and live alone. Uh, I am the perfect person for the lonely <laughs> device. Uh, so I am so excited for the personal requests and, uh, just being able to use that. Um, so I have the Google home and, uh, echoes throughout the house as well. Uh, just one Google home. That's not like I had Google homes and echoes all throughout the house. Um, and yeah, I, I agree, Joe. They they do it, but they don't do it great. Um, and also, again, I would so much rather just type my my calendar uh, appointment in rather than have it do something wrong whenever I'm I'm saying it to the thing. Like I just don't have enough trust for any assistant to understand the level of detail that I expect and like get those things correct. And I don't like, I'm not so miss, what is the term? Misguided is not the word that I'm looking for, but it's not as if like, I, I think that these things should already be here. I know this stuff is tough and I know that, you know, Amazon is working on it very hard and Google's working on it very hard and Apple's working on it very hard. And so like, I'm impressed with what it's capable of no, doing. Notice no one mentioned Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody mentioned Bixby. Uh <laughs> either but any, yeah I, I guess what i'm saying is like i just they've they failed me too many times mm. and so i'd just rather do it myself and that's okay like that i am okay with that experience it works for me um but i'm not going to suggest that like people shouldn't be bothered by the fact that it doesn't do what they want it to do like i, I understand where that that criticism comes from and where that sort of pain comes from although i did see i have to say uh, we get a, a little feed of, of, of Reddit, of Apple-themed Reddit stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm feeds sorry. Into our Slack. Okay, what's wrong? I said I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, that feeds into our Slack for, like, the latest uh, news. This and, is like saying uh, you have an open sewer in your backyard. <laughs> that is essentially what we have an open sewer in our Slack. Uh, and someone had posted on there, and they were so upset because they bought a HomePod sight unseen for their, I think it was, like, their uh, trailer thingy they're like the thing that you go across the country in and you rv that's the term. Uh, um recreational and vehicle the rv had uh bluetooth but didn't have its own wi-fi network and so they were so angry because they couldn't play music to their home pod i'm like i didn't know that there are people who just buy things without reading anything about it because it's like <laughs> everywhere. If you look, if you type in like HomePod, like I'm sure that one of the fir- on the first page there's probably an article like here's why the HomePod should have Bluetooth and why Apple sucks. Blah blah blah. Uh, but I think this gets to a bigger point on like 
everybody's hot takes about this are going to be wrong because this market is so brand new and you can say like they've sold millions and millions and millions of Alexas. Uh, sorry if that turned. No, it, it recognized that you were not talking to it and it turned yeah. off. Uh, like there's lots of little ones out there. Like my uh, VP of software development bought like seven Google homes and home minis to go throughout his house because he just loves being able to talk to it everywhere. But everyone who's buying these is on the leading edge of tech and buying them because they're fun and it's a cool toy. But mm -hmm. so many people don't even have Bluetooth speakers in their homes yet or understand wireless speaker technology. And I, I think this is just all very, very new. Well, I also think it's, it's there's d different things that go on here. There, there is there is the smart aspect of it, and then there's the um, uh, wireless music playback aspect of it. And I think there are some people who would expect this to have the features of a Bluetooth speaker uh, that you could get for like 20 bucks or whatever, like the, the super cheapo ones. And it does not have those features because it doesn't operate as a Bluetooth speaker in any way. Uh, so uh, I think that it might be confusing to some people who might expect that because they're used to a market of wireless sure. speakers. Um, especially since on Apple's product page, they list Bluetooth as something that is in it. It's not actually used for Bluetooth playback, uh, which is a different part of the product page. Um, it's only used for what is it? The pairing and authentication stuff when you're setting up. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's like a totally, uh, uh, different thing uh than what people are probably used to if they're coming at it from different different parts of this spectrum and if you're coming at it from the expecting it to behave like an echo or uh like a google home device or a other smart speaker or like your harman kardon think cortana <laughs> whatever uh then, then you have a different set of expectations for it than than you would. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good point, Joe. That that's actually something like I I have to consider that I you know didn't even put myself into that mind frame. Like, yeah, I think whenever people go out to buy uh, a speaker, and it's like, a, oh, this is a speaker I can play music on. You would, I think, if you don't if you're not steeped in technology and you don't necessarily know the the ins and the outs, I think you would say. Oh, of course I can use Bluetooth for this. Like this thing plays music and that's the extent of it. And then you get it home and you're like, but how do I, how do I pair, how do I play music to it? Um, so that's, that's actually an excellent point that I had not considered. I mean, um, it's, it's unlike us. We would all do the research and be well-versed enough in all the limitations of this product going into it. We, none of us are, uh, none of us are surprised by any of these things at this point. So right. I think we're definitely not the people who are posting on Reddit about, you know, how it's not working at their RV. I think, which yeah, yeah. but I, I I agree. I think um, that that's fair and something to you know worth considering is, uh, and again, like that's where, how well not our but my job is very important in um, answering questions on Twitter and you know writing up articles and and stuff like that, like being able to explain whenever uh, others may be failing to explain or the message just isn't getting out there. And I don't think that Apple has done an excellent job of really being clear about it. Because again, we've talked, we talked last time about the advertisements and stuff like that. And it's just like, this is the thing that plays music. <laughs> uh, and I don't know if they need to be clear about it yet. Uh, because they don't really know what it's, 
how people are going to use it when they get it. And well, I think- uh, so, so part of what I'm thinking is they're so far behind on the software side of things. AirPlay mm-hmm. 2 isn't out. You can't do multi-home speakers. I don't think we're actually going to see a big marketing push from Apple until all of that stuff is ah, out and refined and released. This is like, it's a slow roll release for them because it's embarrassingly late, but the product they actually wanted to deliver in the market isn't even here yet. And the way they want to talk about it like probably the way that they have designed all the marketing communications for it can't actually be done until those features are out. So we're in like this weird, like half explained, half released middle ground where the hardware is really solid. The software is really terrible uh, or incomplete. And how do you kind of like talk about it when it's half released? Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, I, I agree with the second part of what you had said, because, uh, yeah, it was, I had some quibbles about the phrasing <laughs> of the first part. But, uh, but yeah, because, I mean, you know, Phil did get up there and do the, the song and dance about how this was going to work in uh, a customer's life at the developer conference, even though this has no developer features. Um, and some of that stuff still hasn't materialize so that that would explain some of the way they have marketed this as white text on a black background with some vibrating effects to go along with some music yeah it's no thousand songs in your pocket no it's (laughs) thousand songs in your backpack apparently (laughs) actually it's zero songs in your backpack because it's the internet (laughs) you know i was uh just so there's um this doesn't have oh, an SD darn. card slot reader for it, so it's doomed. I was just thinking about, uh, there's a, I think it's Mophie. Maybe it's Mophie. Uh, there is one like, big power pack company uh, that makes a power pack that has a regular old plug on the side of it. And so, in theory, if you wanted to take the HomePod out to your patio... Um, Maybe you could use this this portable power pack and just carry that around or carry that out to the yard and sit it on the the table. I am to totally going to do that. That that will be how I do music for my future pizza parties. There you go. I hope I get to to come to one. <laughs> you should. It's a wood fired pizza oven. It is delicious. It is. Oh man, better than matzah. Yeah, uh, Joe. Any quibbles on that? Uh, no, well, I haven't. I haven't had uh, Marco's pizza. I've only. I've only had P- pizza remota with Marco, and he was. Uh, he was underwhelmed. But uh, uh, on, on that underwhelming note, we should probably start wrapping up. Uh, were there Were there any other uh, initial impressions uh, that you wanted to, to get out there, like lightning round style, uh, for 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 the HomePod? Anything from you, Marco, and the moments you've had to use it? Uh, no, I'm curious to play with it more. I'm excited about the future for it. Uh, I think it'll be a lot better in March, uh, much like the long forgotten Apple TV. Uh, but like with the like multi room pairing, um, maybe a future wireless version. Maybe they're going to make a really big, less phallic shaped one. Uh, uh, I don't know if I call this one phallic. Oh, I was thinking of your uh, Twitter photo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like I'm excited for the future of the product. I, I I think from a sound point of view, they've figured that out. It's how do you make Siri not suck and not be incre- like Siri is incredibly irritating and frustrating. Uh, in a way that makes you want to just like 
burn your phone in a fire. It, uh, it, but I would say that's a problem that impacts the ecosystem of Apple products because Siri is technically on everything. Um, and yeah. uh, it's so it kind of just sucks everywhere uh, in different and especially on the in, Mac in different and unique ways. Uh, on and like, why is it different everywhere? That's, that's yes. a really good question. You know, it's it's the kind of difference that you could only get from a company that's completely vertically integrated. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. Uh, lightning round from me. Uh, I've been actually impressed with some of the context smarts that it has. Um, the, uh, the Yesterday, I was playing a podcast with it, and then I went to play music, um, and I said, hey, Bobo, uh, pause my music. And, you know, I went to go do something else. And I said, hey, Bobo, play that podcast. And, it, you know, I had just paused it on the music, but it went back to the podcast that I was listening to at the exact place that I was before. Um, and and the, again, to be like, clear, this is small. with the podcast app, right? The, the, no, no, no. I'm sorry. This is like on the HomePod itself. No, no external control. Are you asking like where it was playing from? Well, well I just want to be clear because, you know, with a podcast, you could be listening to it from... A different oh, gotcha. Source. I could be yeah. listening to it. Yeah. Like with pocket casts over airplay. No, this was like, I was testing out sort of on device controls. And so I said like, no, no external connection to it at all. Just it connected to the internet. I said, Hey Bobo, play the iMore show. And it said, here's the latest episode of the iMore show. And I started to play it. And then I said, uh, pause that podcast. I started playing a song later on. I paused the song and I said, Hey Bobo, go or play that podcast again or something like that. And it went back to the podcast, even though music was the last thing that was playing on it. Um, so I, I found that pretty impressive. And again, like that's a super simple thing that if you don't consider how hard AI and, and all that jazz is seems silly, but it actually is, is sort of a big deal. Um, other than that, uh, I, so, I, 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 so ahead, I have a quibble about that because that's, Everyone lumps this into AI and AI is hard and it's this like big blob of things. But the context switching stuff isn't AI. It's really simple stuff you can do on device and just say, hey, remember this thing, store these last five things that happened. It's not the AI system doesn't have to do that. I think it's actually like they need to take some of the AI out of it and put a little more simplistic algorithms into things like this gets back to my complaint about it doesn't know what Lord album I want to listen to. Like take the weird machine learning out of it and just say, compare it to the most recent things that I've done. And if one of those matches ah. first do that, and if one of those things doesn't match, go use the AI system. Okay. That makes sense. So it's almost like it's, it's becoming too smart. Like it's, it's overthinking things instead of just like doing the thing that makes sense. Uh, yeah. It's like my love life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, the, the common sense isn't there mm. uh, you just need some simpler <laughs> algorithms um well i yeah I think that, that that pretty much boils it down like that that's uh that's the, the thing i don't think that there's anything else that i have forgotten um the coating on it is very strange it is fabricy, but it's like hard fabricy. Mm -hmm. um it feels cool and it looks nice i think uh it's again smaller than i think people imagine it will be and overall i do not have regrets about purchasing the product which is what what is most important to me 
uh, when it comes down to it, like, hey, uh, am I just keeping this because I bought it and I don't want to admit that it actually sucks or something like that? Mm-hmm. This this thing definitely doesn't suck. I think anybody who gets it, who's really interested in it, I think they will be pleasantly surprised or pleasantly happy with what pre- pleasantly pleased with what it's <laughs> capable of doing. Okay. So if someone were to buy this, they would think that it was fine, at least at the bare minimum. At the very least, they would think it's fine. I don't think that there would, I don't think they would regret having this speaker as a music. If you're buying this to be your Apple TV uh, external speaker, you may be disappointed, maybe. But again, some people have really crappy internal TV speakers, so maybe not. But um, yeah, I think it's safe to say that like, People will, I was wowed with it whenever I, as I tweeted, like I started playing Beyonce's Lemonade on it. And mind you, that's not an Apple Music. That's in my iCloud music library. And I was uh, very impressed with it. Hmm. Hmm. No, no, no regrets. I think I'm going to make Joe listen to a couple of songs and try the Apple TV thing before I take the HomePod away. Yes, I'll be looking forward to Joe's tweets. Oh, dear. (laughs) All right, well. Adios. Signing off from LA, it is Joe and Marco. And uh, signing off from Missouri. Signing off from Missouri, it's Micah Sargent. (laughs) Bye, Micah. Bye. (laughs) Bye.